Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Patience Adamu. And I'm Curtis Vermont. And this is The Drip. A podcast for diverse millennials to help make sense of COVID-19 and the decisions made by our political leaders. Stay tuned as we parse through the weekly events and announcements that impact us. Shall we? Let's do it. So patience. Phase two kicked in yesterday, which means the economy's opening up a bit more, right? So exciting. So what'd you do with your first few days of freedom? What freedom? <laughs> oh, right. Toronto doesn't have that yet because people don't know how to control their urges not to see <laughs> others and listen to health advice and stay physically distant. Bomba clat. <laughs> uh, so really, what, what's, what's, what's going on with, with our health this week? Listen, folks, I, I want to, I've been doing some research, patients and I, in fact, we've, we've both been doing some research and we wanted to share some facts with you because it's important to keep track of where we're headed. So guys, as of June 7th, 95,699 Canadians have been diagnosed with coronavirus. The good news is that only 35% are still considered sick. 57% at this point have recovered, but unfortunately 8% have died. With 7,848 deaths. COVID-19 is on track to be the sixth highest cause of death this year in Canada. Can you believe that? In five months, the disease killed as many as the flu, pneumonia, and bronchitis combined in an average year. It really does put into perspective how serious this continues to be. In terms of ages, those 40 to 59 and 39 and younger only make up 3% of deaths, despite accounting for 65% of causes, or cases rather. Women, overrepresented among Canada's elderly, account for 54% of deaths. Men, who are more often found in intensive care, account for 46% of deaths. Canada seems to have done a pretty good job of managing. What I want to know is, how did Quebec do? Well, more than half of the deaths have been in Quebec. For comparison purposes, a third of cases has been in Ontario. With 3,067 deaths, Montreal accounts for 62% of deaths in Quebec. More people have died in the city than in all of Ontario. All of Ontario. And eight times more than in the rest of Canada. Yo, what? That, that is wild. Like, how did we not know about this? And is this happening to a specific community in Montreal? Yeah, um, uh, you know, based on my reading, it's happening to uh, North Montreal, but essentially these are heavily immigrant communities. There are many people who unfortunately are just not making enough money. There are plenty of people who are working in uh, quote unquote essential roles, and that's why there's so much sickness there. Taking you back to Ontario now, more than a third of deaths in Ontario are found in Toronto, which has about 928 deaths. 
and the deaths are more spread across the province than in Quebec. Overall, the hardest hit has been residences for the elderly, unfortunately. Going back to Quebec, 82% of deaths come from long-term care homes and private seniors' residences. In Ontario, though, 63% of deaths have been in long-term care homes. Man, there's a lot of work to be done with our long-term care homes across this country. I can't say it enough. We've spoken about it multiple times on this podcast. It is time to do better. Queen's Park, yo. It's going out of Queen's Park. So guess what? We're, we're I'm, I'm, listen, patience. I'm bursting at the seams here. We're lifting physical distancing limits from five to ten people. What does that mean? Restaurants, hair salons, malls, and houses of worship can reopen Friday at thirty percent capacity. Wait a minute, but that's outside the GTA. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means places like Durham, Halton, Hamilton, Niagara, Peel, T. Dot. Sorry, guys, York, you uh. You're not opening yet. You've got some work to do. You've got some work to do. I wonder what's happening with families that are living internationally. Yeah, I'm sure it's been super rough for them. The good news is that things are about to change. Canada will be allowing families split up by the U.S. border closure to reunite. And I'm pretty sure most people are cool with that. I mean, what do you think, Patience? 50% of Canadians live within an hour of that U.S. border. So I'm sure there have been tons of families that have been separated by that really long line. So it's great. Yep, the exemption which came into effect on Tuesday allows a spouse, a parent or step-parent, child, guardian, or tutor to enter Canada from the U.S. Now, at the same time, though, this does not mean that the border is going to be open to non-essential travel. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm sorry, patience, but you still can't go to Florida. Yo, I can just call myself a tutor, fam. Yo, what do you teach some diversity training down there, fam. Go be a tutor. tutor. What do you mean? So, guys, uh, switching gears a little bit to Parliament. Let me tell you, the spirit of partnership—that's done. That's gone. Donezo. The government wanted to pass a bill related to COVID-19 provisions, but the opposition, they weren't having it. The proposed bill included an expansion of the wage subsidy to include seasonal workers and some more businesses, as well as penalties for fraudulently claiming the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Now, Andrew Shares Conservatives, they didn't even allow this to come to a vote. And their reason? They want Parliament to resume in full fashion, which... I think it's kind of out of touch. Jagmeet's NDP doesn't like it because it risks criminalizing the poor, or at least that's my interpretation of it. And I agree with that. And the Bloc Québécois in Quebec is interesting. They're, they're always interesting, aren't they? They're demanding a fiscal update this month, a first minister's meeting before September on healthcare transfers to the provinces, and a ban on political parties accessing the wage subsidy to avoid laying off staff. That's a really, sorry, I, I hadn't seen the, the part about um, the ban on political parties. That's a very interesting comment there. So that in particular, I'm actually happy you picked up on that because, I, I mean, I don't know if that's important to our listeners, but what the block is essentially saying is even though parties which are sustained by donations and tax credits and things of this nature, just like a non-for-profit, because it is a non-for-profit, Even though these parties need money in that regard, and they're obviously not getting it because people can't really donate when they don't have money, 
the bloc is saying that political parties shouldn't be getting any subsidies? That's illogical to me. What, what, what's your thought on that, Patience? It's a fascinating proposition. It's almost accusatory. It's almost suggesting that the government is putting benefits and credits and subsidies in place so that they can benefit from their own policies. It's quite accusatory, in my opinion. In, in my opinion, this is one of those examples of trying to stir up confusion and concern and trouble when there is none. You know, the most important thing that this has held up is money for our disabled Canadian brothers and sisters. They need that $600. So I'm sincerely hoping that there is a, going to be another way to get that money to them sooner rather than later. I have seen that Justin Trudeau came out swinging against Andrew Scheer and for good reason. And quite frankly, I've also seen that the polls for Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party continue to go up while the polls for the Conservatives continue to go down. So the good news is that the majority of people want that money given to our fellow Canadians. Let's hope it happens very soon. So with all these transitions and the end of of the COVID-19 closure, what's going to happen with rent? Well, small businesses might be getting a little bit of a reprieve. Ontario was able to secure $900 million in rent relief for small businesses, which means no evictions temporarily. So long as a small and medium business qualifies for the rent relief, they can't be evicted. And this change occurred because some landlords are simply choosing not to take part in the rent relief program, leaving small and medium businesses owners high and dry. The ban lasts, by the way, from June 30th to August 31st. Chances are it's going to have to be extended. We'll see. So we've talked about what's happening at Parliament and we've talked about what's happening at Queen's Park, but at the municipal level, there's some trouble there as well with childcare. Hmm. What's the issue? As many as 56,000 Toronto children could be without a daycare spot under Ontario's plan to reopen childcare across the province, according to Toronto City Councillor Joe Cressy. Tory says the city expects a gradual reopening of 47 city-run childcare centers starting this past Monday as it winds down emergency childcare and works to ensure parents using that program find alternative arrangements. But under the new rules, childcare operators are really concerned about the capacity of the system. Amy O'Neill, director of Treetop Children's Center at Oriole Parkway Junior Public School, says where she used to be able to accommodate 155 kids can now only accommodate 24 under the new rules. We already had issues with childcare capacity before COVID, no? Yeah. Before you had to get on a wait list for daycare while you were still pregnant with your child in order to get your child in at one, which is the end of, of the mother's maternity leave. So yeah, we have had issues before. And this, this poor planning, according to Toronto Councillor Joe Cressy, is causing some real issues. Yeah, and we had the Ontario Coalition for Better Child Care come out swinging against Doug Ford saying the, the plan that they had in place essentially for child care operators to open up within three days and ensure that there's enough space for everybody and ensure that there's enough funding. It was a hot, they literally said it was a hot mess. Literally, that's what they said. Hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it seems like this is what actually what, what former Premier Kathleen Wynne was saying. This is even what, again, the Ontario Coalition for Better Child Care was saying. It seems like the government preferred that parents not try to send their kids to child care instead of having an actual plan that would work, which is incompetence. Right. At its best. At its best. So let's hope that uh, over the next week or so, instead of Stephen Lecce writing letters to try to appease parents and 
it not working. Um, let's hope they come up with a better policy, a better structure that will ensure that our kids are taken care of while we, and especially women, are, are, are enabled, I should say, while women are enabled to go back to work like everybody else. We cannot have a proper reopening economy. We cannot have true equity if women cannot work as well, period. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So guys, in light of what's been happening in the United States and Canada and, and many places around the world in response to the murder of George Floyd and, and the murders of others, um, we decided that we were going to focus not necessarily on the world at large, but in particular on the United States. So patients, where are we? So to begin with, COVID-19 cases in the United States have surpassed 2 million, right, Curtis? Oh, unfortunately. And these COVID-19 deaths, in many ways, show us how little Black lives truly matter in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Even before the, the George Floyd-related demonstrations began, we were seeing the race-based data was showing us that Black people were dying at much higher rates than other groups of people. Mm-hmm. Although Black people comprise just 13% of the U.S. population, they account for nearly a quarter of the country's COVID-19 deaths. Mm. So when people, let me ask you, Curtis, do you think that what is happening right now around Minneapolis and the George Floyd protests has anything to do with COVID-19? What do you think? There is no question. No question at all. And I think often we can be blinded obviously not not you and i curtis but some of us can be blinded to thinking that that this that these are separate things but the economic deprivation that has come up as a result of covid-19 has really really impacted people's ability to to eat i i understand i feel like even stevie wonder could see that so because it's you're right it's so apparent Curtis, it's so apparent that when people cannot eat and don't have options in terms of working or in terms of making ends meet, that, that they will 
they will get what is what is theirs. They will come back and get what is theirs. So I wanted to just give a really, really brief example before we go deeper into some of the, the stats around COVID-19. Curtis, I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't know, but in a lot of the, the, the Black majority areas of the United States, they do not have grocery stores. Mm. Instead of grocery stores like Whole Foods or whatever the American equivalent to Loblaws is, they have dollar stores and they have Walmarts without the fresh food section. So when these communities are being locked down and they're saying, you know, they want to close down the non-essential stores, which in some areas will include closing down the dollar store that is in that neighborhood and perhaps closing down a convenience store, Hmm. these folks can no longer walk to a place where they can get food. Hmm. And a little bit later, or in in a couple of seconds, we're going to talk about how African-Americans have higher rates of diabetes, hypertension, and heart disease. But that is also related to their proximity to fresh food stores, to grocery stores. If all you have access to is the dollar store, what what kind of food do they sell at at the dollar store? Canned foods, breads. Not the best kind. Not the best kind. So I think redlining, so housing segregation and redlining has a history in the United States and a history in Canada. Yep. Like Regent Park is a perfect example of a community that has been historically separated from grocery stores and from public amenities. And only recently, after it has gone through gentrification, has a grocery store finally been added to Regent Park. But this is, this is our history, and this is why... COVID-19, the health consequences of COVID-19, and the economic consequences of COVID-19 make the George Floyd protests part and parcel of what is happening in the world right now. Any thoughts, Curtis? Yeah, I mean, look, Black mothers in the U.S. die at four times the rate of white mothers, and that's according to their CDC, while the mortality rates for their unborn children are twice as high. Overall, a Black patient receives $1,800 less per year in medical care on average than a white person with the same health problems. Here, here's, another, here's another good one, guys. You ready? One of the more egregious examples of inequality in healthcare delivery is this. Compared to white patients, Black patients are 40% less likely to receive medication to ease acute pain. I'm going to say that a different way. Compared to white patients... Black people are believed 40% less when we say we're in pain and we need help for the pain. COVID-19 and Black lives, they're, they're not competing stories. They're the same story. Right. Quiet. <laughs> so at the beginning of this episode, Curtis and I were talking about how, you know, you guys messed it up for us. We can't go outside. <laughs> Look at his finger pointing out here. <laughs> it was them. Oh, if not you, then maybe it's your friends who messed it up for us. Your friends were at Trinity Bellwood Park. Um, but I, I'm really curious about, you know, what's the first thing you're going to do when outside finally opens back up? Curtis, what are you, you going to do? I think, I think the first thing I'm going to do is have lots of beer on a nice patio. I actually think I'm going to do that with some friends. 
Yeah, last episode you were talking about, uh, what was the place you were talking about? Tropical Nights, man. Tropical Nights. <laughs> That's an awesome name, by the way. <laughs> Whoever owns that restaurant, great name. <laughs> Sounds very desirable. <laughs> yeah, man, straight Guyanese owners, man. You know, there's, there's always a line going on there. Honestly, well, I, I think this is going to sound weird, but I just want to shop at Winners. Okay, why Winners in particular? Because every other store has figured out the online shopping thing, huh. but Winners not interested winners does not have an online like platform you have to go into the store and dig through the piles of clothes Mm. so i'm looking forward to that (laughs) you like that eh? you're are you a shopper i'm a shopper yeah i knew it (laughs) like i'm I'm gonna like i'm the one who who gets ready like i go with sneakers on because i'm gonna spend time (laughs) oh so hold on that that one no frills commercial where it's talking about shopping like a mother that's you yeah that's me that's me (laughs) That's me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, let us know. What are you guys going to be doing as soon as Toronto opens up? Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We're releasing pods on a weekly basis, so subscribe to stay up to date. Remember, we're all in this together, and this forum is meant to be a sort of safe space to foster community. So slide in our DMs with any questions or feedback you have, and we promise to respond. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Patience Eve. And I'm on Instagram at State of Vermont. See you next time. You know, it's getting pretty wild out there. We've heard about shootings and other instances of violence all across the greater Toronto area. And we're urging people to please stay home. And if you can't, please continue to be vigilant and stay safe. We'd also like to give a special shout out to Stephen Fissett who graciously provided artwork for this podcast. If you like what you see, you can find him on Instagram at Scarborough Debutante. That's Scarborough, D-E-B-U-T-A-N-T-E, for all your graphic design needs. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.